up, up at 4 a.m. to watch them lose. Like, I don't know why you're waking up at 4 a.m. to watch the Olympics. I want to watch the U.S. women's team, national team, play soccer. I don't think that that warrants a 4 a.m. wake-up call. I mean, today didn't. They lost. Won nothing. Whatever. Aren't they even, like, not even going to win gold now? Like, the best they can do is bronze, bronze or something? Yeah. That was, yeah, they could, yeah. They play Australia. Second place losers. Anywho. They well, have four World, World Cup championships, so calm down. They're, they're doing okay. Welcome to another Did I Miss Anything? <laughs> this is the podcast where Heather and I talk about movies, TV shows, and albums that were super popular when they came out, but for whatever reason, Heather missed out, as did I, and we've decided that we're now going to catch up on all of these things so that we don't look like total idiots in conversations, Yep. and that we can understand references that are always made about these seemingly works of art and here we are yep you described that so well this week it's like you took you like three or four times to do it but like you did it on the first take i did good job (laughs) this week we watched a most excellent movie (laughs) i get it because i know what we watched and that movie was the 1989 classic Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Also, I'm going to preface this by saying that Heather and I came to the conclusion that we were going to make August Keanu Reeves Month. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Keanu movies that I have not seen. Yeah. And a lot of them are very popular. Yeah, people like them. Super popular. Yeah, people like them. We're not going to talk about which ones we're going to do, but for the month of August, it's going to be Keanu Reeves. Apparently he's a really good dude in real life as well. Yeah, he's like a super nice guy. Also, he's like, what, 50-something? He looks great. He looks very young. He looks like he could be... Very young. In his 40s. Yeah. He, Not in his 50s. He, <laughs> a, at least a decade younger. At least. Maybe two. If, if, like, if like Beverly Hills 90210 was happening now, he could totally play one of those kids. Oh, yeah, he could play... He could, he could definitely... He could totally play, like, play a, a teenage, old Yeah, a teenager on, like, a teen show? Yeah, yeah, he absolutely. He could. He could totally do that. He yeah. aged quite well. Yeah. So Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. What's the other guy's name? I don't even know his name. Alex Winter? Oh, that's him. What, Bill? Just, did he... Yeah, did he do anything else? Um... He played someone named Marco in the 1987 vampire film The Lost Boys. Oh, I've seen The Lost Boys. That's a good movie. Um, he also co-wrote, co-directed, and starred in Freaked. And he's done, he's directed a few documentaries in the 2010s. Oh, all right. Born in London. Fun he's fact. British? Uh, w- no, he was born in London. It says his nationality is American. Oh, um, so. But he was just born in London. Nice. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Just so Bill and, Ted's, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I realized watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, this is very much... If Back to the Future and Wayne's World met. Yes. And that's that's basically what Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is. Do you think, like, Wayne and Garth are based on Bill and Ted? Yes. I do think that Wayne and Garth were based on Bill and Ted. Okay. <laughs> Great. Very similar very similar ways of speaking, similar cadences. Yeah, except Wayne and Garth aren't from California. They're, they are not. They Chicago. Have, right? Or, or Aurora. Aurora, Illinois. Yeah, outside of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But, um, which is crazy. Like, they have like a California accent, though. Well, not accent, they do. but like, you know, twang, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, cadence. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, very similar in terms of, 
very much into music. Yeah. Uh, I think Wayne and Garth. Uh, they don't start. Uh, they a didn't band. really want to no. start a band, but they, put on a, they wanted to put on a rock concert. They did want to put on a rock concert. One. Very, very similar. So if you book them, they will come. You know. It's true. So the movie opens up in 2688, that would be in the future, and we find yeah. out that humanity exists uh, kind of in, in this utopia, and it, the utopia is based on the, the music and the philosophy of the two great ones, and the two great ones are, of course, Bill and Ted, and one of the citizens who... Uh, is named Rufus, played by George Carlin, a very young George Carlin. He still looks old. He still looks old. He still looked old. He never looked not old. Yeah, he just didn't have he just didn't have white hair. But yeah, but it was close. It was it was, yeah, getting, it was there. getting there. It was salt and peppery. So Rufus is basically tasked to go back in time to the present, which would be eighty nine, and he he's essentially tasked to make sure that Bill and Ted who are at the time are high school students, that they successfully pass this one history class. Yeah. And because if they fail, Bill, uh, Ted's father, who's also like the police captain for the uh, for the town that they live in, they live in San Dimas, California. Uh, he threatens to send Ted off to military high school in Alaska, which means that Bill and Ted would never form, will never form their band, Wild Stallions, and thus would alter future occurrences and this utopian society would never exist so this can't happen rufus travels back in time their time machine is a phone booth yeah like like the tardis yeah doctor from yeah from doctor who was did doctor who come out before this or after this like was there a doctor who like i'm pretty i think doctor Doctor who i'm pretty sure i think doctor who it's based on that it's like a nod to that sure why not so Rufus goes back in time. He finds Bill and Ted. I just assume no one has original ideas. So like everyone, That's everything fair. is like a nod to something else or it's like based on something. So Rufus goes back in time. He finds Bill and Ted. Uh, they just got out of school. And their, their history, their whole history, them passing this history class is based on this one report that they have to give. And it's, it's an, about... It's an oral report. It's an oral report. And it's oral a, report. Oral it's, that's hard report. to say. So... They have the reports about all these historical figures, and they basically have to talk about uh, what the the significance of the historical figures and what they would think of San Dimas in the present day. That's essentially what it is. So they're outside this little convenience store. It's called it's a Circle K convenience store, and Rufus arrives at the time machine. Of course, Bill and Ted are all like, "Whoa, what's going on?" It's more like, "Whoa, dude!" Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Rufus. Wayne and Garth say excellent a lot, too. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rufus demonstrates how the time machine works. They kind of take a quick little trip back to 1805, where they find one Napoleon Bonap- uh, Bonaparte. I always, I keep wanting to say Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I know it's not Napoleon Dynamite. Um, and he's... Uh, like Napoleon, like that Napoleon. Yeah, no, like, like the, the Napoleon. The tiny, like, French... Was he a dictator? Was he an admiral? I think he was just like a military leader. Um, also, apparently, like him being short is a myth. He was yeah, he was like five seven. Yeah, so it's not he really, wasn't, it's not really yeah, short. He wasn't really short. I mean, it's short for I guess it's, it's under like below average from a, a male, I guess. But I don't know what the average height was in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, I don't either. But in any case, they find Napoleon. He's leading his forces against Austria. Um, 
Bill and Ted kind of scoop him up. Well, they don't really scoop him up. They go back to the present day, and Napoleon kind of falls into, I guess, this little um, portal that opens up as they're time traveling. Yeah, the way they time travel, it kind of looks like... um like old-timey telephone wires like that yeah. type of deal so yeah. you know like remember like switchboards yeah so they're they, they call it the circuits of time yeah, exactly and it's literally, that, that's, that, that's what they look like they just look like wires and they're like in the wire and that's how they, they um, travel through that's how they travel through and the way they travel is like they have like a telephone book and they just dial and a number just, and you look through the telephone book yeah. to find the number yeah. and so napoleon falls in as they're time traveling and kind of gets brought back into the present day by accident so as they get back, they, they come back to, I think they land in Ted's front yard. Napoleon lands in a tree. Yeah, but like in the beginning when they first um, meet Rufus and like they go to time travel, another telephone booth comes yeah. to the present day and it's, it's, Bill, it's Bill and Ted in the future. In the future. Along with tele- like... All the, yeah, along with a bunch uh, yeah, of historical some, figures in, in the, the time booth. Yeah, and then they either tell... That Bill, the future Bill and Ted are telling present day Bill and Ted, you have to do this. It has to get done. Yeah. Like, don't for, like. And it's very vague because yeah. because present day Bill and Ted are all like, what does that mean? And then future Bill and Ted are like, oh, you'll find out. And they're all like, all right, cool. Yeah. So so Napoleon and them, they travel back to 1989 in Ted's front yard. And Napoleon lands in the tree. Rufus explains the whole deal about how the time machine works, how the phone booth works. And he tells them that in the phone book, there all the periods, like all the significant periods of history, they have a, they have an associated phone number, you know, like how phone books work. And so to go to that period of time, you just have to dial the dial the number, and you just you go back in time. So or to the future? Can you go to? I guess you can go to. I don't the think future they can. Too. I don't think they can go. Well, oh no, I guess they end up because you have yeah. to, if you go back, you got to come. If you yeah, go there, but, um, you have to come back. But yeah, but it's a history report, so yeah, they have. And yeah. as as. As Ted very astutely points out, when they do travel into the future, they are working on a history report, not a future report. He's so brilliant. He's very astute. He's a brilliant man. In that fact. <laughs> so uh, Napoleon stays behind in 1989. They task Ted's younger brother to basically watch Napoleon and make sure he doesn't get into you know all kinds of shenanigans. And they don't lose track of him because they need him for their report um he kind of says okay um and starts hanging out with him mm-hmm. but he brings him like bowling and stuff yeah like these twins they take out to ice cream yeah it's, it's a whole thing he loves ice cream Napoleon bowling very oh my god ice cream Obsessed. all about ice cream yeah it was like licking the table it was actually kind of gross yeah so did not have ice cream and i guess not the i don't know whenever he was a thing so before Rufus leaves, he tells them, all right, here's the thing. You can't miss your class tomorrow. You have to do the presentation, and you have to pass. If you don't, it's going to mess everything up in the future. So just don't do it. Just don't be late to your presentation. So with Napoleon stuck with Napoleon in the in the in in the present Bill and Ted decide oh man we just got to we just got to grab up some more historical figures cuz we'll totally ace a report this yeah, way yeah so they can tell they go back in time to get these historical figures so that they can tell them why they're important yep that's right when all they really would have had to do was like you know read their history book but that's what, all they had to do that's whatever. but this is way easier so yeah, they go yeah, back yeah, in time yeah they go back in time 
Um, the first person that they snap up is Billy the Kid. And they basically run into him. They go into like the old west. I forget what year it is, but they go into the old west. They go into a saloon. They get beer because in the 1800s, children could drink beer. I mean, they don't look like children. They don't. But Ted again quite astutely points out that they didn't even get carded at the bar. They start drinking beer. Uh, Billy the kid comes in. He tells them, "Hey, um, come over here. We need two more. And if I win, I play win. Poker. Yeah, to play poker." And he says, if, uh, if I win, I win. If you guys win, I win. Essentially, Billy the Kid just wins regardless of the situation. So Bill and Ted start playing poker. Um, Ted kind of doesn't have a poker face. Bill has more of a poker face, but he's actually the one that blows it by saying, like, because he gets a good hand. And I, I think he had, like, two aces or three something aces. like that. Three aces. Like, oh, three aces. And he says, yeah, he says it out loud. So then the guy, the other guys that they're playing with realize that Billy the Kid is scamming them. They get into a brawl. Billy the Kid runs out with Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted jump into the time machine along with Billy the Kid. They essentially save Billy the Kid's life. So now Billy Billy the Kid is friends with, uh, with Bill and Ted. So now they travel to ancient Greece. They meet up with Socrates, or as they affectionately call him, Socrates. Okay. Um, and Socrates is philosophizing about how life is um, essentially how life we're all just um, uh, like sand in the wind um, and we don't really matter we're just like specks in the greater s- scheme of things like dust, in- like dust in the wind and so they they let Socrates finish philosophizing they kind of they kind of meet up with him uh, during his little class and Bill asks Ted to philosophize along with Socrates so that they can kind of make a connection. Again, Ted astutely mentions how I think he says that we're all dust in the wind or something. It's like a song lyric. Yeah. And he quotes like a yeah song lyric, yeah. a popular song lyric from the eighties. Yeah. I forget what it is. I think it's dust in in the wind. Isn't Maybe. It? Um, and he of course socrates only speaks in greek bill and ted do not know greek but he gestures dust in the wind and uh because socrates has like a bowl of like sand in front of him and he gestures to it socrates understands this and in greek he says um as the world turn oh man what is it from that soap opera like oh like sands through the hourglass so are the days of our lives or something like that Yep. so socrates says that in greek bonds with bill and ted because he thinks they're philosophical geniuses i assume which they're they're not they're they're not not they're not not philosophical geniuses so now socrates goes back with bill and ted and billy the kid they go off they go into uh 15th century england where bill or not bill where ted becomes quite infatuated with some young princesses that happen to be at the castle that they time travel to and he tells ted he tells bill i think i'm in love obviously so they have to sneak into this into this castle so that ted can meet these princesses because he is in love now this leads them to getting into trouble because they kind of they obviously because it's a castle they put on um they put on knight's armor and kind of like screw around and they do it's pretty dope they do um the Star Wars scene where Luke is fighting Darth Vader and 
you know, they're talking about how like, oh, I'm your father. And they do the whole like they do like the lightsaber sounds with the with the with the swords. Pew, it's pretty sweet. Pew, pew. Not what it sounds like. Pew. Not. Mm-mm. And uh, <laughs> you proud of yourself? No, no, I'm proud of myself. So they get into trouble and they the there's someone else that runs into the into the uh, into the castle where they're fighting and they think that they're being attacked. So Bill and Ted freak out. Ted gets rolled downstairs into like a den area where he one of the one of the other people that was in the castle, I guess defending it, stabs him with a knife or stabs him with a sword through the chest. And Bill sees this because he sneaks downstairs to go check on Ted. He sees him get killed, and he just totally freaks out, and he sneaks up on this guy, and he's like, you killed Ted, and he like, starts getting into a fight with him. Turns out he didn't kill Ted. Ted is still alive. He knocks out the guy that was attacking Bill and explains to Bill that once he hit the floor, once he hit the bottom of the stairs, he actually just fell out of his suit, and that and he actually didn't end up getting killed wow how lucky is that right so those princesses actually end up meeting up with bill and ted they find out that their father you know the king is planning to have them wed off to like as they said some ugly dudes (laughs) um and the princesses aren't about that so before bill and ted leave they ask the princesses to prom as you would. Obviously. Um, and as the princesses agree, they open the door and the king, along with, like his, I guess, his guards are standing outside. And of course, because Bill and Ted snuck into the princess's room and they also think that they're like trying to invade the castle or whatever, they have to get beheaded. So they go outside. They're on the little platform. Execution is about to happen. Bill and Ted, heads are on the platform. Axes are about to come down. Is it a guillotine? Gu- no, because the guillotine is like that blade that just drops down. Yeah. This is the one where like they had the executioners and they had like those giant axes. Oh, fun. It's like manual guillotine. And So guillotine. No. So turns out the two executioners are actually Billy the Kid and Socrates. They get Bill and so Ted. Socrates. And Socrates. They get Bill and Ted out of there just in the nick of time. And everyone starts chasing Bill and Ted. They hop onto a wagon where they have the time machine because when they landed in 15th century England, there were like a bunch of peasants walking by them and one of them spotted the time machine and because it's a phone booth, people don't know what phone booths were in the 15th century. They didn't exist. So the guy, I guess, thought he can like pawn it off or sell it or whatever. So he like loaded up on their wagon. So Socrates and Billy the Kid, I guess, stole their wagon while Bill and Ted were in the castle and they... They now have that wagon. They ride out of town to escape the guards. They start putting in a number just to go somewhere just to get out of there because they're about to die. And eventually Bill dials in the number. They escape just in the nick of time, but the phone booth gets damaged. At the top of the phone booth, there's like a little antenna, and that antenna gets damaged. So they leave that time. That's when they actually go into the future, into 2688. They 
end up in that utopian society with like these three people that sit i'm assuming they're the leaders of the society they sit like on these chairs they're floating and and they're yeah right? they're, yeah they are floating. i think they're, they were just floating. floating up there but they're in a sitting position yes there's like like they're doing like that like wall sit thing yeah but like floating floating bro and so bill and ted are like where are we they they hear the music playing they they talk about how excellent it is it's their music music that they haven't written yet but it is their music and the people that are i guess running the society ask them to say something and bill is just he doesn't know what to say so he looks at ted and ted's like just make it up and and bill's like you know be excellent to one another and and then they just leave and wasn't that like they're saying that they say that that's like their like credo isn't it it's be excellent and be excellent to one another yeah and because yeah that be, that becomes like the credo of the society yeah yeah so they end up leaving and before they leave that that's where uh that's where ted says well you know we got to get going because this is a history report not a future report nah, nice good one it's very astute good one ted. so they end up leaving that's where they end up that they end up going to they decide on getting extra credit by kidnapping additional people that's where they snag up they snag up uh sigmund freud beethoven joan of arc genghis khan oh yeah beethoven and abraham lincoln oh yeah i remember abraham lincoln too so yeah so at this point the time machine is pretty messed up and they're having like a rough time I guess just traveling. Also, the phone booth is now packed with like way more people than they can actually fit. In a phone fit booth. Yeah, they can't fit in there. I don't know how they do it. So they end up going. I think they go a million years into the past. It's prehistoric times, and they're trying to repair the booth. They end up having everybody that they've kidnapped chew gum in order to put the piece of antenna that broke off back to the rest of the antenna it's really gross actually it is pretty nasty it's not covid friendly at um, all not no it's not no. um it end up it, it ends up working obviously Duh. they bring the time machine back to the present and they're outside the circle k on the night before so they're now they're now oh this is going to be a tough one so they're now the bill and ted that they met when rufus first appeared to them yeah they're like future bill yeah, and ted so, yeah but technically they're in the past right but future but, to the present to yeah. the past bill and ted yeah this is why time travel movies is tough to explain oh they're the worst they so, confuse me very much it's like oh but now we actually get to find out what happens when originally when they originally met their future selves because rufus kind of had like a one-off conversation with them so they're reminded so rufus tells them about uh the time to to keep track of the time because they have to be at the presentation so uh ted tells him like oh no worries we still have like 10 hours and rufus was like no you forgot to wind your you forgot to wind your clock or you forgot to wind your watch you only have two hours and this is where future ted tells past ted to remember to wind his watch but past ted doesn't understand that yet because they haven't gone back in time yet so he doesn't wind so, his watch yeah so he doesn't wind his watch yeah I mean, he does, but then he gets but, to, yeah, to do it again. Yeah. Uh. So they they find out that Ted's little brother uh, <laughs> uh, um, ditched Napoleon in a bowling alley. Yeah, because he was kind of a dick. Because he was kind of a dick. <laughs> and 
all the other historical figures go to the mall. Bill and Ted bring all the other historical figures to the mall in Sandema in Sandemus while they look for Napoleon. So again, Bill and Ted geniuses realize that Napoleon as at the local water park, the local water park's name, Waterloo. Duh, where else would he go? Where else would Napoleon go? By the way, Napoleon in the movie loves water parks. He yeah. constantly goes, he goes down the water slide for the first time, can't get enough of it, starts pushing kids out of his way, mm-hmm, goes mm-hmm. down a second time, a third time, a fourth time. He's doing tricks. He's going down backwards. Some may say he conquered Waterloo. He conquered Waterloo. He did. He conquered Waterloo. So while they're gathering or wrangling Napoleon from the water park, the history other- History is funny. Right? Oh, man. It, this movie made history come alive for did me. It? While they're at the water park trying to wrangle Napoleon- the rest of the historical figures in the mall get into a lot of trouble at the mall. So Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan, for example, is at a sporting at a sporting goods store, and apparently the way Genghis Khan conquered most of Asia was with a club. And at the sporting goods store, he found a very nice aluminum bat that he started swinging and trying out, and he started just like beating the crap out of the mannequins and just destroying everything around. So he gets arrested for that. A bunch of people get arrested for doing other stuff. Like, I think Billy the Kid gets arrested because he's, like, firing his gun off in the mall because, you know, he's Billy the Kid. Uh, Socrates gets arrested because him and Billy the Kid, he's always hanging out with Billy the Kid since they were, like, the first two that Bill and Ted scooped up. And Abe Lincoln gets in trouble because he's taking a picture at the mall photography studio and... You know how mall photography studios have like those messed up, not messed up, but like those really cheesy backgrounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. The cheesy background of his is a theater. <laughs> um, that's, not, that's not cool, bro. It's not. That's not cool. So they take Lincoln's picture and then the guy that takes his picture is like, all right, I'm going to need the hat and the beard back. And Lincoln's like, no, you don't get it. This is my hat and my beard. And the guy's like, ha very funny. I'm going to need that back. And Lincoln's like, nope, it's mine. And he just runs off. So he gets arrested for that. Everybody's getting arrested left and right. Joan of Arc was, do, was like... Joan of Arc takes over like a jazzercise yeah, class. Yeah, she's like leaning a jazzercise I don't class. know why. God probably told her to do it. But she takes over that. So they all get arrested by Ted's father. And they realize that they're now all in jail. Bill and Ted go to the jail to try to talk some sense into Ted's dad to get... To let all the historical figures go. Ted's dad's not having any of it. He's like, you know what? Go home and pack. You're going to Alaska. That's it. We're done. And Bill goes, or Ted goes outside, tells Bill that his dad's not listening to him, that they need to figure out how they're going to get everybody out of the jail because they need to pass their their report. So they essentially come up with a plan to, because they're time traveling, to steal um ted's father's keys to the cells in the jail and so they're sitting there and again this is going to be a tough explanation so they're sitting there and because they're time traveling they're basically what they're saying now would have already happened in the future does that make sense yes okay cool so what they're saying now would have already happened in the future so well no what they said would have happened in the or would have happened yeah would have happened in the past so so they start talking about uh taking ted's father's keys and bill says oh man where would we put these keys oh i guess we'd hide behind this sign so then they go over to the sign that's out front of the police station and there are the keys so then they go into the they go into the 
into the police station. They have to sneak back to where the cells are, but they can't because, of course, it's a police station. There are people everywhere, and Ted's dad is right out front. So they have to figure out how to distract Ted's dad. So they say, like, oh, man, if only we had a tape recorder and something just started playing now. So then a tape recorder starts playing, and it's just a record. It's just like some nonsense recording that Ted did just to get, like, his father out of the front office so they could sneak into the back. So they start sneaking into the back. They make it to the cells. They start letting everybody out, and they sneak out of, like, a little window that they have back there. And which I'm still trying to figure out because it was a barred window. I don't know how they got that open, but they managed to get everybody out. Ted's dad catches up with them because he finds out that he's being led on this wild goose chase and it's just like a tape recorder. He finds a tape recorder, runs out into the back, finds Bill and Ted sneaking everybody out. He's like, what are you doing, Ted? And Ted's like, oh, don't worry. Like, you'll see whatever. And he sneaks out and he's like, oh, I left your keys there, by the way, because his dad had been looking for his keys since Bill and Ted took him. So... They make it off to the school. They're wrapping up presentations, or their their class is wrapping up presentations. But I've never seen like a school do an oral report like in front of the in whole the auditorium, in the, right? Or, yeah, like, like everyone has weird. to do it. It's so weird. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, they they get their presentation in the for- and they make their presentation kind of like a world tour. So they have everybody all their historical figures are essentially are essentially like an an act of like a concert and so they go through everybody you know they go through billy the kid they go through socrates they go through lincoln all of them and they they, and there's like music and lights flashing i don't know how they threw that together in like the two minutes that they made it back to the school they're excellent they are very excellent mm-hmm. so they of course pass their test or pass their report because their presentation is on point and sometime later rufus comes back to bill and ted he 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 brings along the two princesses that they met back in 15th century england they end up going to the prom we don't see that though but the like the princesses are in like prom dresses and stuff there's no way they wouldn't be like totally freaked out, right? Like they have like no like we know time travel doesn't exist, but we know what it is because people talk about it a lot, like in movies and stuff. Yeah, but like people from the 15th century would have like not even have known what that was. Totally freaked out. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. So while Rufus is there, he asks Bill and Ted for their autograph because their son because his son is a huge fan, and then he also asks for the princess's autographs because it turns out that in the future they are part of wild stallions i'm sure they are yeah of course and rufus begins to explain to bill and ted how you know one day their music is going to change the world and they need to remain together in you know and and they had to pass their history test in order for that to happen which is why he was sent there to make sure that they 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 did all of that um rufus gives them like new guitars for them to play with and and practice with and rufus asks if he can jam with them bill and ted are like of course and turns out Rufus can shred on the guitar. Oh, that George just like Carlin is good. Shred. And Bill and Ted, not so much. They're still like trying to figure it out and stuff. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I enjoyed it very much. I absolutely missed something with this movie. I don't know why I've never seen this movie because this movie is very much up my alley. Well, there's two more. There is. There's two more. So now Heather and I have to watch um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Adventure, which is a sequel. And then there's a third one that they just did like a year ago. 
right? Yeah, last year, I believe. Last year, two years ago? Yeah, I think it was last year. So we have to watch that. We probably won't talk about that on the podcast, but that's just for, like, more of a me and Heather thing. Um, we do have more Keanu Reeves movies coming up. Yeah. So Bill and Ted, budget was $10 million, mm-hmm. ended up making 40 Not bad. It's not bad. I mean, with inflation, I'm sure it's more. Like, yeah, sure. It would have been more. Why not? I don't know. I liked it. It was fine. I didn't, like, love it, but I think if I was, like, if I wa- if it was one of those movies I watched when I was younger, yeah, I would, like, love that movie. Like, it would, it would be, like, one of my favorite movies ever. I feel like I don't this... think it holds up now. Like, it's, te- it's a terrible movie. Like, it's not a good movie. I disagree. I it's... think it's a very good movie. <laughs> the plot is terrible. It's the a solid movie. The acting's not great. Are you kidding me? It's... It's not good. That is... That's... It's... The whole premise is stupid. Okay, but like that's again, if I watched it when I was younger, like in the like when it came out when I was like ten or whatever. I mean I wasn't ten when it came out, but like I would have watched it when I was like probably ten or eleven or something like that. Um, I'm sure I would it, it would have been one of my beloved movies. Okay. Well, that but, was a little heartbreaking. But yeah, it was fine. On that note, mm-hmm. on Rotten Tomatoes it currently holds an approval rating of eighty one percent. Exactly, see? It is a solid movie. Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes for, doesn't know anything. For the eighties, I guess. And it it did it, okay, when it originally came out, not the greatest reception. Obviously, um, the Washington the Washington Post gave gave it a negative review, um, saying that they found the script that written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon made only the sketchiest attempts to draw their historical characters. They they exist as foils and nothing else, and the gags that are hung on them are far from first rate. That's a little messed up. I mean, it's not wrong. I, okay, that's just... All right. And a fun fact, the success of the movie... Oh, and there was apparently an animated series. I didn't know that. I had no idea. It, there was an animated series. They spawned a short-lived breakfast that was called Bill and Ted's Excellent Cereal. I'm sure they did. So, Dude, breakfast... Every, everything so there that was go. popular had a bref- breakfast cereal in the 80s and 90s. Also, you'll appreciate this. Will I? Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is number eight on Rolling Stone's 10 best stoner movies of all time. Yeah, that would, 2013. Yeah. I mean that yeah. So I mean I was high when we watched it so like it was a little better. Yeah, yeah, of course. I like Bill and Ted very much. I don't hate it. I like Keanu. It was a great movie. Um I thought it was like fun like it's like it was stupid and funny like it was just like dumb. Yeah. But and again, I I wouldn't I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> Okay. Like now, but again, if it was something that I watched when I was younger, I probably would love it and watch it all the time. As far as rewards go, um, Re- rewards or awards? Re- what did I say? Rewards? Yeah. Awards. I meant awards. I mean, basically the same thing. Um, as far as awards go, um, this film was recognized by the American Film Institute in 2005. Their 100 Years of 100 Movie Quotes, Bill and Ted's Excellent. Oh, just excellent. Excellent. It? Excellent. Excellent. Was nominated. I don't think it made the list. Oh, oh also, you know the part where they're in, like, you see the jock, he's doing his speech about, um, he's doing his oral report about yeah. history, and he goes, San Dimas High School Football Rules. Yeah. That's in the Adam Sandler movie, uh, the one where he goes back to school. Billy, uh, Billy Madison? It's in Billy Madison. He says that. San Dimas Football Rules? Yeah, I'm, I guess it's maybe... I guess it's a reference it's to a refer- I'm assuming it's a oh, reference to fun. that. He says it, yeah. I don't Because he's doing, he's doing the same thing. He's doing a speech, and, like, no one claps or anything, and then he just goes, San Dimas High School Football Rules, and everyone goes, yeah! Nice. So I'm assuming it's a nod to that, I guess. There you go. I don't know if he goes to San Dimas High School. I don't know if it takes place in San Dimas High School. Uh, Billy Madison? Yeah, I'm not sure. Know. But, all right, well, I guess it's from that. 
So that was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I should look that up, see if, that's, on, if they were related. On this most excellent of podcasts. Oh, yeah. If you would be so kind as to subscribe, we would truly appreciate that. Yeah. Um, follow us on Twitter as well, at Did I Miss Pod. You can give us some suggestions there and tell us what you think. Um, give us some ideas of what we could watch or yeah. listen to next. Give me some other shitty 80, 80s movies. I don't it know. was a good movie. And we will be back next week and for the rest of August, the month of Keanu. Yeah. So we will be back with another Keanu Reeves movie. We don't know which one yet. We have them lined up. We just don't know what order we're going to do them in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So be sure to tune in for that. Be sure to give us some reviews and ratings wherever you get your podcast from because that'll help us out a lot. He's been in a lot of movies. Keanu, yeah. I was looking it up because I was like, what movies haven't I seen? A lot of them. Yeah. But like, yeah, he's been in like a lot of movies. Yeah, he's like, he's one of those people that you don't realize he's been in a lot of stuff until you look him up on like IMDb or something like that yeah. and you see his, you see his, um, his career or his like, um, what's that called? His, uh, catalog. His catalog. That's what I was looking for. You see his catalog, you realize he's in a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. I mean, I know he's in a lot of stuff. Like, I know he's a big movie star. Like, I've known he's in things, but, like, I just, just, a did, lot. just didn't realize, like, how many things. Yeah, so many things. So, so, yeah. Like, three Bill and Ted's alone, right? That's three right there. Three Matrixes. All of the, yeah, all right? of the Matrix, right? ma- Matrix Society's, Matrix, Matrix Matrixes. Matrixes. Matrix. All of those. All, just, all of the John Wicks. Matrix? Oh, yeah, there's three of those too, right? I think. He's done nothing but trilogies. Damn, good for him. S- speed? He did both? No, no he, one, did, he did the he one speed. The, he didn't do second speed, no. So, so many movies. And speed I saw, so we can't do that. We can't do speed. But I've there, seen speed. We I, have, love, I love speed. We I actually have like speed. plenty of others to choose from. I consider that more of a Sandra Bullock vehicle, not a Keanu Reeves vehicle. More I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves carried that movie. Disagree. Uh, Sandra Bullock literally drove the bus. <laughs> She literally drove. She was speed. Okay. <laughs> she was the speed. But Keanu Reeves, what with his just at that time, he was definitely more established than a Miss Sandra Bullock. Oh, well, I think that was one of her, yeah, that was one of her. Well, not her first movie, but it was one of her first movies, like big movies. Like maybe. Keanu Reeves was the draw in that movie. Mm, I mean, maybe, but I still think she's the one who held that movie up. All right. If it were, that's fine. Uh, be sure to tune in next week where we'll have another Keanu movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Again, follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod. And we will be back next week. Mm-hmm. And until then, be excellent to one another. Yeah, I like that. I think maybe that's how we should end podcasts now. With the quote from the movie? Yeah. Um, I do like that saying. I do like that quote. Be yeah. excellent to each Just other. Be excellent to each other. Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah. Be excellent. Yeah. Don't be Napoleon. Yeah, Napoleon was an ass. Right? He was the worst. So, we'll see you next week. Bye. Yep, that was it. That was all.